this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey everybody, on this episode of Box Office Breakdown, John Wick double taps Avengers Endgame to take the top spot at the box office. We're going to break it all down next. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Box Office Breakdown. Hey everybody, welcome to Box Office Breakdown. This is a show where we look back at the box office that was, and then we... P-p-p-p-prague. Na-na-na-na. Tight. That was tight. That was tight. About the box office that lie ahead. I'm Frank Moran. What's up? Carrie Lane here. I'm Amy Cassandra Martinez. And making us look good and sound even better, Brianna in the booth. Hey everybody. With a working mic. Working mic. All I right. don't have the right soundboard for the burr, 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 burr. nice. That's, we we'll just got you on that one. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> now, folks, as always, like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel while you're there. Give it a thumbs up, or two, or three, or four, or however many thumbs you can do. And uh, we've got the chat up and running. So yes. you know, just, you know, share your thoughts about anything that we're talking about. Carrie, if they're watching after we stream live, what can they do? Oh yes, Frank, you all can comment down below. <laughs> so, we're going to be breaking down the latest box office stuff, and then at the end of the show, where we do our little more in-depth spoiler reviews, we'll be doing that about one of the we- one of this week's top releases. In fact, took number one at the box office, mm-hmm. John Wick. Woo! Yeah, so you'll have plenty of time to tune Yay. out if you don't want to get spoiled for that film at all. Including Amy and Brie, who haven't seen I the know, movie right? yet. So you guys will, they'll all be right. walking away at that yeah, point. Yeah, like, bye! Just Carrie and I. Thank you. Okay, I'll see you later. <laughs> yeah. Either me or Amy, I believe, I will be the loser, right? So we'll have to go no. see it. That's right. No. No. Uh, no? Weren't you not the lowest? I don't do we have those totals? We do have those totals. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think, I mean, if, I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure Brie and I are not the losers. Mm-hmm. So I think it's fine. Okay. And it's fine. Sure. Yeah, like, well, yeah. well, for well it. let's start with how much it made, and then we yeah. can find out who won That's or That's right. So folks, coming out of number one, as I mentioned, John Wick took the number one shot there at the box office. 57 Million dollars. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> I never know how you didn't stick did the that. landing. On I that. Did. Okay, I'll try it later. All right, I'm, I'm excited about that. Uh, yes, so I know Carrie and myself saw it. Carrie, uh, we'll get into it in depth later. But overall, what did you think? I liked it a lot. I think it's probably more fighting and more some intense violence than the other two. But it's one of those that's what you're kind of there for. Like, there's not as much, I would say, overall, like, intricate plot stuff going on, but there's a lot of great fight sequences, which is what, personally, I also love about John Wick, is these wider shots, longer takes, see everything in the fight. 
And so it's not, you know, these quick cuts where you're like, I didn't see anything. So I love that about it. There's a lot of humor. Or, it, or it's one of those that's so, like, crazy or absurd. Everyone's like, <laughs> or a violent thing that is so, uh, or, that was really fun with an audience to react to. Uh, love the dogs. Mm-hmm. There's more than one dog. Uh, and, yeah, I, I thought I, very entertaining. Yeah, so it, it kind of describes uh, how you talk about like a horror film. There are like those quality kills. If you're looking yes, for there's those, some good. Yes. Yes. I feel like this is a film that starts strong, and then my enthusiasm for the film started dwindling. And by the end of it, I was like, okay. Uh, fair. I can see that. There was a sequence where there's a fight where there's some glass involved that you're like, they could have done maybe two beats shorter. Than what mm-hmm. they did because it was just a little bit like we get it, we get it. Even I was like, okay, like even if I'm into the fighting and everything that's going on, it just went like, okay, we get it. But there was some real humor with some of the people in that sequence fighting too. Yeah, it's uh... and there was a K-pop song which made me so excited. <laughs> yes, there you go. I knew it because I've seen them perform perform that song live, so that I was so excited when it came on in the movie. It's not in the main part of the movie. It's when he goes to the ra- or not he when somebody goes to a ramen shop. It's playing on like the speaker there. What band is it? It's Kyari Pamu Pamu, and it's called Ninja. Ooh, Ninja Bang Bang. And so the song you'll hear like do 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 Ninja, and like so you'll hear that word, but. That's the one word in it that's English anyway. Go ahead and download it, Amy. I will. Well, you know what? I was telling Frank right before this. It's very funny. On YouTube, a lot of people went to look it up because either during the movie or after they looked it up because so many of the top comments are, John Wick sent me here. I came here because of John Wick. Who came here? And so I thought that was really kind of cool that people go, oh, this is an interesting song. Let me go look it up. And it's a weird video. So all her videos are weird, but that's why they're awesome. Oh, it's a her. It's a she. Yeah. Female singer. Oh, good for her. Yeah. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. That's cool. Yeah, I felt uh, like John Wick, and I'll talk more about it at the end of the show when we get into some spoilers, yeah. felt like more of a, a pawn in this film, and I just felt uh, like he was okay. not as intelligent as I thought he could have been. But okay, fair. We'll get into that later. Uh, but so, overall? Overall, I mean, you know, if you if you like the John Wick films, it's worth seeing. Right. And all. I just feel like, sadly, of the three, this is probably my least favorite. Interesting. Which is kind of a bummer. Okay. Uh, but it was the subject of last week's box yeah. office bet, so... Uh, at $57 million, we have our winners and our loser for this here. Uh, very exciting. Look at Amy. Look at look at everybody. Just look at Amy right now. She's so nervous. <laughs> uh, you know, we're going to go with uh, the winner as me, everybody. Look at Yay! me. I did it. With a $52 million bet, guys. Nice. Just right in there. Right on that sweet spot. Uh, Carrie at $47 million. Right. Look at that. Just $10 million shy. Amy at $42 million. So look at that. That is uh, that's fifteen million dollars shy. But then we had one more, right? Then we have one more. We have Brianna in the booth. She did. She went big, which I applaud. Seventy-two million dollars there. So that is fifteen 
$15 million as well. Look at that. Oh, so then it's a that tie. A we tie. have to go see it together Oh now. my gosh, right? let's do it. Let's seriously. Yay. Well, okay, have you seen the first two? I've seen the first one. I have to watch the second one. Wait, okay. have you seen the first two? I've seen the first part of the first one. Because oh, remember, yes, right. Yes. Nothing to do with the movie. It was just super right. late. I wanted to, yeah, yeah, okay. There, there you go. go. Wow, Those ones fun. are a good, <laughs> like, triple feature, though, of... Yeah. That would be interesting to watch because they are relatively right after kind of timing of how they happen. So yeah. it's that's that would be kind of fun of either mm-hmm. same day, be adventurous, or, you know, space that out. I know some stuff about John Wick Chapter 3, Parabellum, which, wow, that's a long title. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I know some stuff about it. So, I don't know. I think after the first hmm, 30 minutes of the first one, I was already super angry. So I didn't really have to carry okay. that intensity. Wow. Yeah, I mean, weren't you? Angry? Yes. The, really? Let's the take dog? care of oh, these. Well, yeah. But you know what? They make a good, there's kind of actually a good joke in that in the third one. Yeah. Yes. I was so angry. I was like, put me in, coach. I'll help you. Yes. Oh, all right. Amy getting the double taps in. The, you'll appreciate the third one. They acknowledge <laughs> yeah. that and make light of it, too. Huh. Yeah. That's all. I'll say. Just say that. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we, you'll have to leave before we get really into it. Of that course. Magazine. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Uh, coming to number two, finally, Avengers Endgame takes uh, takes a break from the number one spot to go down to number two. That made twenty nine point four million dollars, so to a little over seven hundred and seventy million dollars domestically, two point six billion, I believe, internationally right now, mm-hmm. or worldwide. Excuse me. So worldwide. coming ever so closer to that Avatar total. Yeah. Getting there. So I, th- I believe it's $170 million, as I think is what they said, to, to catch Avatar. So, so We had totally people leave comments in the last video going, yes and nope, not going to happen. Well, I'm Does it start, Drew? Is that uh, yes and no at the same time? everybody, yeah. Just, yeah. That's a start, Drew, go, yes, it would, and no, it wouldn't, in the same it's comment. Both. Yeah. <laughs> it's that between 25 and 27. That's right. Yeah. Um, I know that there are still some people watching it. I know people on Instagram and on Twitter, they were like, yep, still watching it for the first time Oh wow. last week. And I was like, I knew you guys existed. <laughs> so <laughs> Memorial Day is next weekend. True. Right? It is. Yeah. So more people are going to go see it. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Yeah. It, it'll be interesting to see because we have some other big films opening up this next weekend as well, too, to see how Avengers Endgame holds up. Mm. Uh, coming number three, Pokemon Detective Pikachu made another $24.8 million. Number four, a new film into the the box office with A Dog's Journey. Uh, they had $8 million there from Universal. You know, good for the dogs. Yeah. This yeah, weekend. Good, good for them. Good for them. Good. Making, making their mark in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Even Making more. their bark? <laughs> Taking oh. a bite out of Hollywood? Oh. oh you guys. That's that right. Was... There you go. We did it. We did it, everybody. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Time for a oh. cat nap. <laughs> uh, Switch a different animal. That was awful. Oh. <laughs> okay, guys. Let's bring it back. <laughs> Anyways. And rounding out our top five was The Hustle there <laughs> from United <laughs> Artists. A little over $6 million this week. So that was our top five for this week. We will have another box office bet coming in for next week. Uh, as I said, it's Memorial Day weekend. We're going to launch some big films. We're starting yeah. really to get into the, ah, the yes. midst of the summer. So we have three films that are vying for your vote for our box office bet. So feel free to start hopping in the chat, casting your vote for one of these three films, and whichever one gets the most votes, we'll do that film for our box office bet towards the end of the show. Mm-hmm. We have Aladdin coming out from Disney, the, oh. the live-action remake of that animated classic. Book Smart, yes. Olivia Wilde, that, man, that looks great. 
I am so happy for everyone that worked on that film. Yeah, that I looks really good. Yet, and then we have Brightburn, the uh, James Gunn produced, kind of the Superman story if it had gone into like a horror film kind of I, I don't think I've heard about that at all. Really? It's, I was uh, just been, looking up. I'm like, what is that movie? They had a big, uh, well, I mean, it all They've not down. been pushing more on it then. Uh Maybe. Well, I mean, they have been. I mean, it was supposed to have a big splash at last year's Comic Con, and then that was also uh, the day that everything dropped about James Gunn being released from Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm. So he did not attend that event. Okay. So uh, I think that kind of uh, took a little bit of uh, the wind out of its sales for it, and it was being uh, really hyped to Comic Con last year. But uh, I mean, it's they, an interesting they, idea. Sounds yeah. Good. I mean, the trailer looks interesting. If you want to see the Superman story as a you reverse, know, essentially. Yeah. He just uh, grows up to be just hmm. an evil, evil dude. And like then. Uh, you got excited about Booksmart? Yeah, I'm very excited. They've because? been doing because Olivia Wilde, it's her direct, directorial director, whatever you want to say. No, I think Tomato. She's behind the camera. She's <laughs> she's doing the thing. She's yeah. directing everyone, and yeah, it's it was most of the cast. Yeah, most of the cast, if not all of the cast, and a lot of the crew. Most of the crew is women. Um, and it's just like her little baby and like she just, I don't know, I've seen just how passionate she is through Instagram and even on Twitter, like there was, there have been a lot of like early screenings and she's so excited about that. So. I was cool. bummed because uh, I know they yeah. were doing that and it was, I had a conflict. I would love to have gone to see an early screening of this film because yeah. the trailer looks, mm-hmm. looks great. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be, a, I think it'll be a, a lot of fun. Yeah. So you got Jason Sudeikis in there, Will Forte, Lisa Kudrow. Uh, yeah, it's. I think it'll be really good. that. And there's the other one that um, Seth Rogen is executive producing, the Good Boys. Yeah, where it's yeah, that's a, no Good Boys is a Amazon Prime. Oh no, mm. yeah, is it? Yeah, Good Boys. I've Why never the boys? heard. I've never heard of that. Uh, I don't think I've heard of it either. Uh, gosh, I, mean, uh, I want to say it's Good Boys, but basically it's uh, like super bad, but with kids that are even younger. Uh. Yeah, so you know, kind of like in, okay. in kind of like middle school. Yeah, yeah. Okay. but it looks great. Rated R. Uh, the trailer looks fantastic. If you okay. go, I'm sure they'll be playing the trailer again if you go see Booksmart. So mm. I'm excited. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, you yeah. should be. Yeah, you should be, Amy. Uh, well, I am. All right. Good. <laughs> <laughs> so, real quick, folks, some international numbers here. John Wick, their Parabellum, prepare for war. That's what that means, Amy. Prepare for war. Yeah. But the the title just includes Parabellum. Yeah, but that's okay. what it means. Parabellum means. Imagine though, if they put that. John Wick prepare for war. Mm-hmm. Mm. Would you like that better than Parabellum? Uh, I don't think so. I like saying Parabellum. All right. Parabellum. Mm-hmm. There you go. Parabellum. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's just... fun to say. <laughs> Parabellum. Try it at home. Let us know. Uh, so uh, it, it took a hit on its predecessors at the international box office, opening to thirty five point two million dollars in sixty six markets. Uh, and each of those, the starts were higher than John Wick and John Wick Chapter 2. Uh, yeah, so coupled with a terrific domestic launch, the global total through Sunday is $92.2 million for a franchise best debut. That was pretty good. So, I mean, certainly, and it is, <clears throat> excuse me, it is left at the end of the film that the story can definitely continue. Yes. It's set up in such a space there. So, uh, I, I know Keanu said that he would love to continue to do these films as long as the audience is uh, interested, and certainly by this opening uh, box office weekend Good it numbers. definitely is interest yeah. for it yeah i know Halle berry really 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 wanted to be a part of this so she was pushing you know for the director well to like meet with the director and say like hey i really want to be a part of this and so when she was actually there she really worked hard it shows um, Sorry yeah to chime so, in really fast. So yeah Good boys is a movie coming to the box office in august that is seth rogan but he also has an amazon 
or a the boys. red band called The Boys Based that on he's the producing as well. That's where the confusion is. That's Got it. Prime. Good Boys and The Boys. That's so right. He's really about The Boys. Okay. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Thank you, Bree. Yay. Um, well, also not an, think of another movie that's coming up that I love the trailer. Do you guys see the trailer for Always Be My Maybe? Aww, yes. Oh, yes. Ali yeah. Wong. I knew you'd be all excited on that too, yeah. rom-com. Have and you? I did see it. It's not like boring and predictable, even just the freaking trailer. Because the trailer's be super, super funny. Mm-hmm. They can get really cookie cutter. Like, the trailers even can. You're like, yeah. cool, just saw the movie, thanks, bye. Um, it's going <laughs> to be on Netflix and in theaters and... We won't tell you what he does, but since we were talking about John Wick, Keanu Reeves is in it at the very end. Stay for that clip part of it because that's very entertaining. And some people are like, wow, if I could, like for Ali Wong, they're like, wow, if I could have like all those guys in my movie, like brava for her of going, I want (laughs) to cast these. Yeah. Deliciously looking men of in my movie, essentially. It's a consensus on Twitter. Yes. There you go. Very handsome dudes. Oh, all right. Only to be described as delicious. I'll never know what that feels like. Oh. Um, uh, so basically, uh, uh, John Wick Chapter 3 landed number one in 53 of its markets, led by the UK, which was 62% over what John Wick Chapter 2 did. Uh, last time around, the film's best offshore total was ultimately in... Amy, you know the answer? Mm-hmm. Okay. It yep. was Germany. Germany. That's <laughs> yes. what I was going to say. I know that's you actually were. what I said. That, mm-hmm, yep, that that's was right. Germany. That was Germany. That was German right. for Germany. Germany. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Excellent. <laughs> uh, the UK uh, and Russia had solid numbers as well. Uh, again, that's the case so far. Germany, French, uh, France, and Spain are uh, looking to be the, th- the big holders, but they still haven't released John with Chapter 3 yet. But mm-hmm. they're all estimating that those three are going to be the ones that are going to take the prize internationally. Pokemon Detective Pikachu got to number one at the international box office there with $53.8 million in 72 markets. Mm-hmm. So the overseas total now is 193.4, with a worldwide total of $287.4 million. And as we mentioned last week, the sequel was already greenlit even before this first film was released. So. Mm-hmm. And correct me if I'm wrong, but this is the highest grossing movie based on a... Pokemon character. Video video game kind of a thing, right? But it's more of like a... Well, so far more people are happy with this has been an actual successful transition from a video game to a movie. Like that, exactly. Because obviously there was a show. Yeah, catch them. All. I know that. Yeah, there you go. You remember? That's right. And That's there's how. been other video games and movies that many people would argue are good or bad transition yeah. uh, adaptations. Uh, of course, Avengers Endgame, guys. It's you know I don't know if you've heard Small about this film. Movie, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm sure it probably slipped under your radar because there's so many other big things happening. About it. Yeah. Uh, it is uh, added another forty six point eight million dollars in fifty five offshore markets. Mm. Uh, it dropped fifty five percent versus last weekend, but still, you know, heck. Still doing great numbers. So internationally, the total is $1.84 billion for $2.61 billion globally. So that puts it about $173 million between that and Avatar. So it should only be a week or two? I think three. Three weeks. Three weeks. No, because I said by the end of the month. Okay, so it's got to happen. So I need it to happen. All right, so folks, you've heard Amy. Everybody, drop what you're doing right now. Go see Avengers Endgame. Right now. See it twice. That's right. Make sure it, <laughs> I'll just, like, it lands stay by the there. end of the month. Yeah. And, of course, debuting in 14 universal markets was A Dog's Journey, which got $3 million uh, and has uh, $15.5 million overseas total, including $12 million from non-universal territories. So we had A Dog's Way Home? A Dog's... I think it was A Dog's Life. There was A Dog's, dog's Purpose. 
<laughs> there was that one. There's like right? the purpose one, way home. This I, is this what, is I think this, the second. This is this is journey. Yeah, this Are is we a dog's get journey. Journey. This is what I'm trying. It's just the two. Just the two. Okay. I mean, it could. I mean, I guess it all depends on how much it costs to make this one. Right. Yeah. I just. I don't know. I got really confused in the theater when I saw the trailer for a Dog's Journey. I was like, "Wait, what?" I thought we already covered this. Oh, you know why? Because there was, there was another one. So this is the one that I, I have not seen any of these. But based on the trailers, <laughs> there's the one where it's you know the dog dies and comes back like in another dog essentially and is back to the owner. And this is a similar concept to that. But then there's another one where the dog like essentially a homeward bound thing where it got separated. Yeah. I think that's the one that but- I'm thinking of. That's like. The no, way the home same. something, which, yeah. but they all kind of came out around the same time. Yeah, the first one that you're talking about is yeah. the uh, this one is the sequel. Yes, yeah. with your pal Dennis Quaid. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why when you were talking about that for a split second, I was like Homeward Bound. <laughs> well, there's another <laughs> one. It's that kind of concept too of like the dog went somehow got out or whatever, and them trying to get back home. You can just watch the trailer. And the I'm like, I can't watch any of these movies. Yeah. Get connected. So I'm like, like, mm-hmm. like, like, just the trailer on the, the dog one. The dog and the cat. Milo noticed That one. Yeah. Love that one. That's another one. <laughs> I was waiting to, to throw yes. that one in there. I had a Milo. Anna Odessina. <laughs> oh, Odessina. Because <laughs> Otis sounded too masculine for her. Oh. Odessina. Odessina. Hmm, I don't know about that one. <laughs> That's your Odie name. for short. It's my middle name? Sure. Yeah. It is? Oh, thank I you. I found you a certificate. You actually left it here last week. Whoops. That's dumb, dumb, dumb me. Oops. Odessina, you know. <laughs> uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're going to do our, uh, uh, we look ahead. We've got our box office bet, and we're going to do our box office rewind right now. Thank you, Amy. You're welcome. Uh, we'll take a look at one of the actors that are going to be in one of the upcoming films this weekend, and that is our pal Will Forte. Hey. And, yeah, yeah, this is all for Amy because, you know, she's a big comedy person. She's getting involved in this comedy stuff. You saw. Yeah, getting yeah. involved in that comedy. Doing those bits now. Do, doing those bits. Doing those bits. You know, follow me on Instagram. There you <laughs> I'll go. say it later. I'll say my handle later. But, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you guys got to keep watching the rest of the show. Right? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you want because if you get it now, then you're going to like, tune oh, out. Bye. Yeah. I got all I needed. I, I just needed Amy's handle. Stay mm, right I'm here. Out. Mm. I'm out. I'm out. Uh, so Will Forte's top five uh, grossing films are at the box office. He had a couple more in addition to this, but those are uh, for voice roles only. We're mm. talking live action top five opening weekend at the box office. Coming in at number five. This whole reason I did it because you know it's MacGruber. And people are very split, I feel, about MacGruber. That came back out in 2010 from Universal, made a little over $4 million. Which was that one? MacGruber, based on his SNL character. MacGruber! Nope, did not Which is a takeoff of MacGyver. Okay. He had little runners that he would do throughout the course of SNL. And it was always about, Uh. they'd be in a room with 15 seconds left on the clock, and then some kind of bit would happen, and then everything would explode. But then they went and made a whole movie out of it, and some people really loved it, and other people were like, mm, "It's you took too long." You took, yeah, the the common complaint where they take yeah, a sketch and they try to make it a ninety-minute movie. Uh, Joe Dirt, that was one, right? Wasn't he an SNL? David Spade. Yeah. yeah, that one I remember liking, but I also saw it when I was younger. That I'm like, it probably was really bad, but it was funny it, then. Okay, um, it, and then <laughs> Superstar. Yep, Molly Shannon. See, that one, I'm like, that was actually, I remember that one being funny, though. So Molly Shannon, that was a true SNL spinoff. Uh, Joe Dirt was just David Spade. Uh, okay. Somebody gave him money to do a movie. And he Got said, it. Joe Dirt is what I want to do. <laughs> All right. Ultimate SNL spinoff, Wayne's World. That's yeah. True. That's a very good point. Night at the Roxbury. Oh, Night at the Roxbury. That one's a good one, too. Oh, those are oh. my least <laughs> Yeah, those are well, my least Well, I didn't watch guys. a ton of SNL enough to be like, 
better or worse, but I was like, oh, I thought that movie was kind of funny. Uh, I was excited to hear your hot take on MacGruber, Carrie, because I know you are very particular about your comedy liking. This is true, but I haven't seen MacGruber. So All right. Like, uh, you know, it's one of those where I first watched it and I walked away disappointed. I wonder if I should go watch it again to Do see it. if I feel. There are different. some movies like that that I watched that was comedy and you're like, okay, maybe that's a little dumb. And then later you're like re-saying the jokes and you go, okay, I guess it was kind of funny. Or even horror, too. Yeah. There was um, a movie that I saw recently, Stitches. Um is that the one with the clown? Yeah. And Is like it good? The, the first 10 minutes, you're kind of like, whoa, that's what happens. And then after that, you're like, oh, this is kind of dumb. Like, it's not that great. But I've been thinking about that freaking movie, like, for a while now. I'm like, okay. no, I actually had a lot of fun. So now, like, in hindsight, I'm, I gave it, like, two stars when I first saw it. Now I'm like, that's a four. Wow. I know. That's a Big huge jump. leap. I know. Wait, what is your star rating out of, like, 10? Five. Five? Holy cow. Wow. That's a lot to do with how a movie makes you feel even weeks after. Okay. So did you go revise your, your four-star, two-star to a four? Not yet. But you will. I will, maybe. Got it. So you really shouldn't review films until, or give your star rating until like several weeks after. So you no. can really see how it settles. No, because then I'll forget sometimes. If it's not good, and I really know it's not good, then I'll put it as like a two or okay. a one and a half. Can you go back and adjust it? Yeah. Okay. I use Letterboxd, not sponsored. Okay. I don't know how I don't know how to get sponsored. It's free. It's an app. Use it. Follow me. <laughs> Are there ads on it? Wow. <laughs> no, no. Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. No, and it's a nice way to keep track of the movies that yeah. you see. So this year I'm really like trying to watch a crap ton of movies. So yeah. I've seen seventy eight. Nice. Look, well, look at that. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, it's pretty the, fo- the follow Amy. Just follow her. Just, just do it. You can watch movies and talk about them. Like here. I've been watching more anime because Anime Expo is coming up. And I did, you know, it's funny. I did the exact same thing a couple years ago because there's a service, Crunchyroll, not sponsored. Oh. Um, one of those. And that's, you can pay, you can have it for free or you pay and have no commercials and you get like special episodes that like you, you can't get it yet. Like Hulu or something where you'd have to mm-hmm. wait. And I did it. I looked at my, like my previous history and the same same kind of time period bought it a few months before Anime Expo. So I'm like, let's power through all the current shows so I can be caught up by the time of the convention. And so doing the same thing again. I just thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> Look at my past history and go, yep, still think the same way. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, coming to number four for Will Forte's top five opening uh, box office weekend films, Beer Fest. From Warner Brothers, 2006. Anybody see that? It made $7 million. Nope. That's by the guys that did, um, you know, uh, Club Dread, as well as their uh, their Canadian uh, Mounties film. Uh, Super Troopers. No. Super Troopers. Super, Super Troopers. Troopers, yes. Yeah. And Super Troopers 2, which came out to disappointing numbers last year. Yeah, I remember Super Troopers 2. No. Oh, I didn't see it. I remember us yeah. talking about it. There you go. Well, if you, if you want to see a guy... Uh, plunged into a giant vat of beer and try to save himself by drinking that vat of beer before he drowns, then this is the film for you. Wow. wow. Go check that out. Does he make it? Who knows? You have to go watch the film and find out. Does he get alcohol poisoning because he drank it all? I'm never going to tell you. <laughs> you have to go see it. I don't want to Bet they don't that. even think of that one. <laughs> uh, coming to number three, Keanu from Warner Brothers back in 2016, $9.4 million. The Michael, Key, Michael Keegan Key and Jordan Peele. Keegan-Michael Key. Keegan-Michael Key. There you mm-hmm. go. Thank you. You're welcome. Whoops. You got I did not see that as well. I mean, I remember seeing the trailer. I remember trailer. it was big deal. People liked it. Yeah. But it's, it's, I should have seen it already. It's like right up my alley. Cat. <laughs> yeah, it's a cute cat. That's the name of the cat, Keanu. Mm-hmm. That's right. We were talking about Keanu Reeves. Like, yeah. It kind of works. Um, yeah. 
what I want. He's a cool cat. All right. <laughs> but wait, Amy, how would somebody know if you finally did see it? You guys could follow me on Letterboxd. Oh, there you go. Okay. And it's Letterboxd without the E after, like, X-E-D. It's not. It's just Letterboxd. Duh. 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 Got it. Coming in number two, The Watch from Fox 2012, $12.7 million. Anybody see that film? I don't think so. Man, you guys. I know. I'm like, I haven't seen this list. I don't. The Watch, that was what, the uh, uh, Ben Stiller film where it's the neighborhood watch. Yep. Nope. Nope. Okay. Interesting. And then lastly, Baby Mama. I mean. Finally. Finally. We hit. Amy Cassandra Martinez is a sweet spot here. From Universal back in 2008, $17.4 million. That's the one with Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. That is. Yeah, that's why I watched it. Nope. There you go. It's surprisingly good and yeah. heartfelt. Because you think, like, oh, okay. Like, the the whole gist of it is, like, she gets pregnant. Like, Amy Poehler's character gets pregnant. And then she's kind of, like, carrying the baby for Tina Fey. Um, and you think, like, it's just going to be really cheesy. But there's a lot of heart to it. It's really beautiful. I do not remember... Will Forte in it at all? <laughs> you remember Steve Martin in it? No. Okay. Dax Shepard. I love Steve. No. Okay. Well, no. No. Okay. Do you remember the film? I remember <laughs> Amy Poehler and Tina Fey being okay. amazing in it. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, there right. you go. That, yeah. that, that's all. There you go. Yep. So, is it is it something you can rate on Letterboxd? I mean, I haven't seen it recently, so it's only for this year. Got so, it. I'll when I watch it again, I'll rate it. And there's a thing where you can put, like, it's my second time watching it. Oh, whatever. that's cool. So, like, I've seen it before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Guys, really, follow, follow it's this. great. Follow I, like, I like having a list. <laughs> yeah. Very helpful. Uh, all right, folks, before we get into our box office bet, which is for three films, if you can keep voting away there in the chat, we've got Aladdin, Booksmart, and Brightburn. So keep voting away. But we'll do what we think next week's top five will look like. So we've got Aladdin at 4,300 screens, Booksmart at 2,300 plus, and Brightburn at 2600 Do you see Aladdin taking the number one at the box office? I feel that one could be a really hit or miss with people in terms of you have people that are very... Actually, wait, three. They're super excited for it. They're completely turned off or they're like car accident curious of like, I want to maybe see this possible wreck of a movie. How, how do each of you feel right now? Only seeing what you've seen in the trailers or whatnot... What you think the how you think the movie's going to be? Um, what I don't know how it's going to be, but I hope they put something new in there because, like, with Cinderella, we got to see more on the evil stepmother. Made it much more interesting as a viewer of like, cool, we have not heard that part of the story yet. I'm really curious what they'll do for Aladdin, and I hope they put something new. I don't know if it's her friend, but there's they released a part of a song sequence, and there's uh, like a woman with her and uh, with Jasmine. I'm like, no, the whole point is she's all by herself, and like literally her tiger is her only friend, and so she's very lonely. So if you have somebody, and even mm-hmm. if she's a servant, that's still like a female of the same age that they could be buddies and stuff like that. Um, so I, I'm just really curious of what they can add new, and I hope they do. But let's say maybe it's going to be like a. C plus for some people like it won't be I don't think people are gonna be like it's atrocious but I think with the song that came out like the I don't know did you guys see the clip that came out yeah yeah, yeah with it Ali, was a that's, bit like eh like they go eh like it like a C plus like you pass but not stellar okay Amy yeah I am so confused with how I feel about it yeah. I'm very confused because I growing up Aladdin wasn't my favorite but I was like yeah. Princess Jasmine's pretty cool. I want to be like her. Um, 
but yeah, and I've I've actually heard like really good things about it. So maybe that you know talk about it will help it. But I'm very confused right now. I because yeah. I feel like like Jungle Book. I mean, uh, it was a pretty close adaptation to the animated film. So I was like, uh, but I seem to enjoy that. But Beauty and the Beast, I did not enjoy. I, yeah, I like Jung- I think I like Jungle Book more than Beauty and the Beast. So for this one, I'm. I worry that it's going to make me feel more like I did when I watched Beating the Beast, which is mm. ultimately frustrated. And why did you even is spend the time one, making this? Are they doing any other songs besides um, Will Smith? Um, Whole New World. Yeah. That's in the trailer. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was... Oh, uh, that's true. Will Smith, um, Friend Like Me. Yeah. And I'm sure they'll do the Street Rat uh, with Aladdin as he runs through the bazaar at the beginning of the film. I hope film. so. Didn't they do the parade too? Didn't we see that? That was the, the Prince Ali. Yeah. yeah, Prince Ali. And it, it's just a note that's probably not in Will Smith's range and there's no oomph behind the song. There was someone that said that they sped it up online. I haven't watched that yet, but that they sped it up online and it became like infinitely better. It felt slow. Yeah, it that's really sad. felt like the energy was lackluster mm-hmm. in it. Like it looks visually beautiful that I'm like, cool, but it felt like, eh. I don't know. It's like, what? Where, where's that, like, yeah. drive? Where's that fire to it? Like, it really felt like me. I mean, you get someone like Will Smith that can really. And he has charisma. The, well, yeah, but, like, he can really drop the beat, you know, like, mm-hmm. really get in there. Big just Billy like, style? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. There you go. Right? He's a um, singer, and this song felt really like. Eh. Well, and, like, also, you know, if you've got um, Lynn Manuel Miranda. Like for uh, Mary Poppins, like they didn't use him as much as they should have mm. personally. True. So that's yeah. I just want to we'll make see. sure that they like do use him the way that they should. But now it's kind of too late. We'll see. You say something, Brie? She was no. not going to say. Okay, uh, but hi, <laughs> hi anyway. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anybody think that Aladdin will take number one? I actually kind of do. Yeah, okay. I still feel it can do well though of enough parents taking kids, you know, because it's family friendly enough. I think kids, because of the kids' aspect, it'll yes. overtake John Wick for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So we're seeing possibly Aladdin, John Wick. Uh, do you think either Booksmart or Brightburn could beat Avengers? Um, so even if Avengers drops 50, that's like 15. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to be hopeful and say that Booksmart does. That would, that, that would be cool. I'd yeah. like to root for that as well. Yeah. So then we'd think Aladdin. I'm thinking Aladdin, one? John Wick. John Wick, Book Book Smart, Smart, Avengers. I don't Do you think, think Bright, Bright I don't. I feel that one's not gotten that much traction in terms of no. advertising. No. That people would be like, wait, what movie? I'm, I'm going to say that Avengers stays number three. Okay. Okay. Then, I mean, I don't want this, but I could feel that Detective Pikachu, Pikachu could come in four, and then... I'll put Booksmart at number five. I just I think it's I think it's going to be a great film, and I think people I think this would be a slow burn. Mm. Where not wh- a bright burn. Yeah, not a bright burn, but a slow burn. Mm. Thank you. And bright burn, I don't. That one is a mystery for me because there's been the trailers, but there hasn't been as much of an aggressive thing. I feel like in terms of Aladdin, yeah, Booksmart, Booksmart, I don't, also don't feel they've been pushing uh, advertising as much. I feel like they really have. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, and I the fact that they've been doing early screenings, I feel like they feel confident that they know they have got a mm-hmm. solid film. Like, I just don't know yeah. if it's enough people are going to go see it opening weekend. Do it. Change that. I'll do Aladdin, John Wick, Avengers, Booksmart. Uh, let's and Pokemon. 
All right. So none of us think that Brightburn can make the top five. No. No. All right. Uh, I like this one in the chat. M. Ray Gunn says, Curiosity Factor will bring Aladdin to number one. Yeah. I do think a lot of people, or that, yeah, a lot of people, even if they're not super excited, are like, well, let's see how it is. No, I mean, I feel like that's how I'm going to be approaching it this weekend. Like, I'd, I'd say, like, it will never be the animated movie. Like, anytime it's a remake, it will never be that other thing. But let's see if they bring something cool or new to the table. And that's what would make it interesting or a good film. Well, something new and cool that would make sense. Not that is like out of left field where you're like, oh, dang it. Like you tried, but it didn't. You're like, why'd you do that? Yeah. Yeah. I think the reason that like Jungle Book people really liked versus Beauty and the Beast and why Aladdin and and Lion King might have a harder time, I think Lion King will still do well, but is Mm -hmm. that especially for our generation, we grew up with these films. These are like our films. Like yeah. Little Mermaid, Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, Lion King. Like that was like anyone from the like 25 to 35 age range, like that was their their childhood. So yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's that nostalgia factor you have to push past because we're yes. like, we like the one we grew up with. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, the idea of like kids having, like kids now seeing a live action Jasmine like, that's pretty cool. Or I had a friend online, she was talking about how um, loved Who Framed Roger Rabbit mm. and the idea of cartoon and live action, and then Detective Pikachu felt like that's that same kind of movie for mm. this group of hmm. youngsters, which I was like, yeah, that's a good point, too. Yep. Where's our Treasure Planet live action remake? Yes, uh. please, and Atlantis. Can we get Atlantis <laughs> and Treasure go. Planet? That's All right. Fun. See, that would be the smarter thing, is, like, take the ones that aren't as super well-known and that aren't, like, a million versions of it or not as, like... Though the people who really like them were pretty much, like, they're really good. Like, those would yeah. be the cooler ones to remake. But don't go see Atlantis 2. That's not a good one. That's it's a directed... Right. I didn't yeah. know there was okay. a second one. Yeah. Directed DVD. Mm, Aw. Yeah. You see the, the, steep, the steep dive in animation quality. I'm like, mm. Mm, okay. Uh, folks, we got to do our box office bet real quick before we do our rapid-fire spoiler review of John Wick 3. Uh, so, of course, we got Aladdin, Booksmart, and Brightburn. What does it look like in the chat, Carrie? Yes, what 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 are your thoughts? It was getting a little close, so what is our final count? It looks like they said Aladdin won. Oh, okay. Prince uh, Ali, mighty is he. And Neela J is similar of my thoughts, too. Uh, said, love Jungle Book and Cinderella, the live action, uh, but Maleficent and Beauty and the Beast were just okay. Didn't hate them, but didn't love them either. Though I did like Maleficent. I, it's a story we hadn't seen yet, though, like, it would have been better to keep her more evil, but that's okay. All right. So we've got Aladdin. 4,300 screens there from Disney. So, all right. We'll do our box office bet. Mm-hmm. Folks, yes, if this is the first time you're watching the box office bet, we will vote on the film that you, yes, you folks there in the chat room have betted on, or voted on, excuse me. We will all bet what we think the opening box office total will be. The winner gets to be like me, the prognosticator of prognosticators, bask in that glory. The loser will be like Amy and Bree. We'll have to go see this film and then tell us all about it. Yay. Wait, did we already, we said Does it was that make one? us the loser or the winner? Or no, what if, right? Somebody what? said Booksmart won. Oh, did it? Oh. Well, Stardew said Nuts, Booksmart won. Oh, Nuts, okay, then we're, we're then it. Reverse course, folks. It's going to be book smart. Then we will go. I mean, it's the votes in the chat. Well, we did it last time too, where John Wick and we all said number one. So yeah, all right. We got book smart then. If that was, if okay, that's what Star the chat Drew, has decided, is that what it is? Or is Star Drew just saying that's what he wants? I know, right? Come on, no, I already on. put my bet. Well, then Grade said Aladdin one. So okay, so all right, we got to so, go with Aladdin then, okay. folks. Well, all we right. all said number one, so let's then that's a fun one. There you go. So all right, all right. Mm. Let me jump this in here. Mm. 
I put a number, I changed it, and then I, I left it how it was in the first place. Okay. So now I'm okay. Tired. All right, I'm typing this one in. Everybody oh, locked in? Yes, Aladdin. Thank you. Brie, you good to go? Thank you. Great. Yeah, I'm good. All right, Brie, we will kick it off with you. What do you think Aladdin will make its opening weekend? I think I'm going to stay with what I did last weekend and say 72. All, All right. right. Look at that. Playing that safe number. There we go. We got 72 for Brie. Amy? Fifty. Ooh, interesting choice. All right, fifty. Not much confidence there. Fifty-six. Fifty-six. All right. Well, I feel like the outlier on this one. Then I went big with eighty-eight million dollars. Whoa! There you go. I was inspired by Brie and her big swings. I'm going to go for it this week. You know, sometimes they uh, can definitely surprise you. There you go. I'm going to mm-hmm. call my shot this weekend, guys, and see how that pays yeah. off for me. So, folks, that's going to do it for this part of the Box Office Breakdown Show. we got a couple minutes left. We're going to do a rapid-fire spoiler-filled take on John Wick Chapter 3, Parabellum. Uh, folks, if this is your chance to tune spoiler out. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. That's right. So, folks, if uh, you're tuning out right now, thanks for watching us. As always, like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Give it a thumbs up. Two, three, four. How many thumbs up you can do. And, uh, Carrie, if they're watching after we stream live, what can they do? Yes, comment down below. So, everybody, thanks for hopping in the chat here. If you want to stay in touch with any of us, even after the show's over, Bree, where can they find you? You guys can find me at Bri, B-R-I underscore Phipps, P-H-I-P-P-S, on Twitter and Instagram. Oh. And you guys can find me on all social media at Amy Cassandra M T Z. Nailed it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me online at Carrie D Lane. That's K A R I D L A N E. And follow me on the Twitter grams there at Happy Go Jackie. Folks, thanks for joining us here for this portion of Box Office Breakdown. Stick around for a spoiler filled, spoiler filled take on John Wick. Otherwise, we'll see you next week. Okay, this is where I leave. Spoilers. Bye, yeah. Bye Amy. <laughs> see you later. Well, we can say spoilers, but not ruin the movie for her. It's well, right. I'm definitely okay. going into deep dive in the ruin. Ruin it. <laughs> okay, loved Halle Berry with the dogs. Oh my gosh, those dogs were amazing, and her fighting was amazing. Someone else in the chat pointed out that she actually joined the stunt union and to be able to do some of the stuff because they're like, you can't do it because you're not in, in the union. And then also, she apparently broke some ribs doing it. So I'm like, wow. Yeah, there is behind the scenes footage of her like just going to work uh, at the shooting ranges and stuff. Yeah. And you watch her; she's she's doing it. Yeah, for sure. She um, and apparently the director was even changing the choreography for everything, like all the stunts, even up until that, like they started filming. Nice. So That's crazy. She, yeah, she was terrified, um, but she was totally game. And yeah, respect the whole franchise. No, she did great because there are very long takes in that sequence. Yes, there. and that that sequence and big area covered too. It, it, Everyone has to be on their game. It almost goes on. A a little too long where you're just like maybe a hair like there were some fight bits where you're like yeah it's like it's great but it's like okay gosh we get it you're you're killing just lots of people Um, my issues with Keanu it's like this this introduces a lot of mythology uh, as you watch these films you see that they and it's kind of intriguing the worlds that they introduce and the mythology that they introduce but I feel like this time the mythology just got a little too much and Mm, I feel like John Wick like I wanted to see him be smarter, and I just felt like there are choices he that he makes at the end of the film. Constantly, yes, yeah. And then there's things at the end where I felt like, wait, is he in on stuff? And then no, he's just like he's been duped. And I'm like, well, why are you why are you letting other people kind of dictate the choices that you're making in this film? Because he's tired. Oh my gosh, going through that movie would be. I I would go with yeah. He's just been because this is literally this picks up right after the last one. It's like Absolutely. So yeah. he's Hours? exhausted. Fifteen minutes. Um. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. it's like. Uh, I would go with, yeah, he's just literally playing catch-up, which, I mean, yeah, that is disappointing because when he's been so on top of the game, but then that's fine because you're ready for them to come back and kick ass for the next one. 
Yeah, I mean, it definitely sets you up at the end of the film that you want to yeah. see number four. And this one, you hope to see like John Wick finally saying, yeah, all right, yeah. I'm, I'm burning everything down around me. I think the two guys that he fight, fought in the glass area will be back because they didn't die. No, I mean, there's always like... And the, they were awesome. Yeah, whether it's common in the second film. I mean, who knows if he's dead or not. Right. I mean, he's left in a position where he could still right. get to medical assistance. He could be saved. But I just like see. to go... I'm a big fan. Yeah. It's an honor to fight you. Like, that was funny, but that made sense of, like, if you were a legit fighter and you meet someone who's a worthy opponent. So I, I appreciate the humor. Did you like all the humor in it? I, I did. It, it was, of course, like, those two guys are from the Raid films. And so, I mean, they're oh, incredible fighters. So, so there's almost that little bit where it's, like, as awesome as Keanu is and as dedicated as he is to learning the fight choreography, it's almost the, like, part of you, like... In real life, he would not stand a chance against. Well, they guys. kind of make a point too that like he is just that good, and I mean, yes, you're making this character that good, but if that's the mythology of that word world, yeah. I'll go with it. Uh, Yay! Yeah. My my last thing, real quick, yes. there is that they set up a seven day window for both uh, Lawrence Fishburne yeah. and uh, my, yeah. other, my uh, other guy from Deadwood. Yes, I, uh, um, American Gods. Yes, uh, but and so Lawrence Fishburne gets his thing after seven days, but it never happens to our boy there at the uh, at Continental. Not the so, same way now. Yeah, but so I was like, I don't know, understand like why he got his punishment and nothing happened to the guy at the Continental. Like seven days passed and nothing Parlay. happened. Parlay. I don't know. <laughs> All right, folks, that's gonna do it for this episode of Box Office Breakdown. We'll see you back here next Sunday. Go see some movies. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.